I'm Commander Shepard, and the Unnamed Games Podcast is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Shepard out. Hello, people of the internet, and we are back after a mini hiatus. It was a bit of a squiffy time around uh, E3. We'd done all sorts of this, that, and the other, uh, and so we sort of took a bit of a break from last weekend, thought, you know what, let's just power through, because to be honest, we'd covered everything. I don't think anything else was going on, so it had just been us three sitting here talking rubbish, which is what we do normally. Oh, well, anyway. Um, so <laughs> this week, as you can see, I have uh, Mr. Chris Ratley. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, sir. Very well. Thank it you very like much for asking. ages, even though it hasn't been ages. It feels I know. like it's been ages. Yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird, definitely. And I think we can officially now say that I think Alan has probably, I don't know, he might be dead somewhere in a ditch. I don't know, because this bloke called Thunderlips McQueen keeps turning up. How are you, Mr. McQueen? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Indeed, indeed, yes. Uh, I, I am doing just fine, my friend. It's good. It's, it's, it was damn fine to see you in the person as of uh, E3 weekend. It's been far too long with that mm. evil COVID. Finally, the first time after, what, a year and a half? Yes, yeah, we've actually like been able to get. I think we had a bit in the middle, didn't we, where we kind of hung out in somebody's garden, all standed like in a triangle. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah garden, ten feet like, from each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we had about a half hour conversation. So it's absolutely lovely to chill out with you guys and have a few beers and and, and some pizza and have some uh, shits and giggles. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it was it was good fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Right, okay. So this week back to the usual format so um we're gonna have a little bit of a chat with the guys about what they've been up to uh but um we've got some news to go through and then we'll have a little bit of a quiz so i'm gonna move around the room and i'm gonna speak to mr thunderlips and find <laughs> out what you've been up to what have you been playing what have you been watching my man well you know what you know now i am a member of the pc master race yeah <laughs> Although I say that, I just have to say very quickly, and we are going to be covering this a little bit later on, right? But we say PC Master Race, but by God, do I miss Quick Load from the Series X <laughs> playing on my PC. Yeah, because one of the things I've been playing is Control, and I'll get to that in a second. But every time you load from one area to another, I'm sat there going... <sighs> <laughs> because it takes like, like, it seems like forever. Yeah. But spoiler to load, I know, yeah. and I've just got so used to like like going somewhere, instantaneous travel. It's like almost seems like a matter of a couple of seconds. So there is that. But what I've what I've spent a lot of time this week doing is I got the email this week. It is the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, <laughs> it's a dangerous time of year. Yeah, I, I, see, the thing is, I don't want to end up like <laughs> Phil. You know, Phil is like I've got hundreds of games in my Steam library, and thousands. I'm like, Have you mm. played them? No. Mm. So basically, all he's doing is lining Valve's his pop Valve's pockets yeah. For, yeah. for nothing in return. He's just got he got well, names has, listed in. A hasn't he got a humble bundle subscription, which he just yeah, keeps yeah, paying yeah, and just yeah. keeps buying yeah. stuff, which admittedly yeah. gives stuff to charity, so it's cool. But mm, it's like at some point, yeah. seriously, at some point, you have to kind of look at it and go. Is this a good idea anymore? <laughs> yeah. Have I got enough games? And then I've got this whole thing about the fact that now I'm looking at games that I've been playing on the series, on the Xbox, in, in that, and then I'm kind of like, but it's better on the PC, you know, sort of like RTS is like Survivor Mars. I'm thinking, do I, now I'm going to buy it twice. 
mm. I'm gonna put I'm gonna I just you know but luckily there is this thing called the game pass so there's stuff like was we've got the Halo Master Chief collection it's on both the PC game pass and the Xbox game pass so I didn't have to pay for that but some of them I'm kind of like oh but at the moment I'm kind of I've, I've still bought more games than I probably should have done in the summer sale but I, I've actually <laughs> been quite restrained because it's kind of like I, I've only played like one game out of the 17 I think I've I bought since I've got the PC so mm. there's this just no need. mate on that summer sale one thing yeah. we did speak about it the other night it's an old game and a game that I love I've already got it on Steam and it has gone on the sale for £6 Max Payne 3 such an right. awesome game pick I it up that on, the, that was on the Xbox wasn't it I'm sure it I was on the Xbox, Xbox yeah. Yeah. yeah on the PC yeah. it still looks so good when I fired it yeah. up recently just whack well, everything on Ultra I mean, it looks incredible that's a lovely segue you've laid me into there, Craig, because as it turns out, Remedy, actually, no, they didn't do number three, did they? Who did number three? Was it Rockstar, Rockstar wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, but Remedy actually did Max Payne 1 and 2. And mm. let's be honest, they've always been innovators when it comes to gameplay and making really interesting, great games. Yeah, Max Payne 1 and 2 with that slow. Yeah, exactly. And then we've had Quantum Break. Um, oh, no, Alan Wake. And then mm. we had Quantum Break. Mm. And then I have been playing Control. Now, I had it already on the PC, and I started to play, and I probably made it about halfway through, and then I got distracted by something else that was more shiny. And then about two, three weeks ago, Phil was on the WhatsApp going, hey, it's in the Epic Store, and it's free, and it's the Enhanced Edition. And I'm going to use technical terms now with the ray tracing. Yeah, <laughs> the ray tracing. So I thought, well, you know, it's free. And I, I want new games for my PC, so I downloaded it, and I started playing it. And literally, I finished the main, main campaign, uh, what was it, uh, Thursday? On Thursday this week. And I've had an absolute blast. That is such a quality game. The story, the gameplay, and oh, the shiny surfaces. Awesome, that ray tracing. Now, I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic. It does make a difference, and it made the game very, very beautiful. It's just a shame that Remedy don't seem to have sorted out this, uh, basically, this, uh, what's it, texture loading issue. Sometimes mm. when you go to a new area, the textures don't always load straight away, and that yeah. kind of, it, it, it's a bit of a shame, because it's a very it's, pretty game. When it yeah, I think it's properly. an engine thing, that. Yeah, I'd yeah. say it's, it's almost definitely an engine thing. Uh, and you can usually get away with it by just going into photo mode and then coming back out, and the textures all load up, or you just wait a few seconds. But it does look amazing. Fantastic game. I've, down, I've got both of the, uh, the, the DLCs, which is uh, Foundation, which is it's good it's not as good as the main story i've played about three quarters of foundation so far but i'm just trying to get through it to play the next one which is the awe one which is the alan wake experience mm. not uh, uh was it i think i can't remember what awe stands for actually in control something about world event altered world events yes yeah, 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 the yeah. dlc it stands for the alan wake experience and it's 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 got a tie into the alan wake story which there's already some mention in control so i'm really excited to play that got a little bit distracted because i put on city skylines yesterday and i'm now up to fifteen thousand residents i did manage to kill about four thousand of them by backing up the sewage and they all died from drinking poo but we've managed to get back on <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a minor thing, you know. I mean, you know, uh, Thunderlips McQueen for mayor. 
Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, and yet, strangely enough, people are still flocking to the town. They're, they're, they're obviously, uh, you know, they're, they're suckers for punishment. Um, the other thing I've been doing is, uh, and I suspect you want to talk about this a bit more than I, Craig, so I won't go into too much, but is uh, some D&D Dark Alliance, which came onto Game Pass this week. Um, I've had some really fun, uh, real great fun with that. Um, it's certainly not a perfect game. It has issues. Uh, do you want to talk about that? And I'll leave that alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah cool. if you like, yeah. Cool, yeah, no worries. Um, but yeah, similar to games like Vermintide and the setup and everything else, the combat's a bit more involved, I think, than something like Vermintide. Mm. But I, I'm, I really enjoyed the experience and I hope we can play some more. It's a bit tired last night. Sorry, mate. Um, and as far as watching stuff, I'm still watching SWAT. Um, on on uh, actually I watch it on Netflix um, and then I it's a bit of a guilty pleasure because you know that's for the story really isn't you know they're, they're, we're not talking you know some cleverly written sort of like storyline here it's just you know six big burly well actually big burly five men and one burly woman <laughs> she's not burly she's very petite and very hard ass love Chris she's awesome um, not your Chris Chris and Swan um, I like your oh never mind anyway forget <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am i talking about <laughs> but anyway uh, yeah so uh, that's that's awesome but then i found out that actually it was only series one and two but it's actually on now uh, as well uh, which i was going to cancel the subscription to but i'm going to leave it another couple of weeks so i can watch series three and four because sky i think own the series in general and they, they uh, they've been selling it off to netflix but mm. now get it first so but yeah loving that and then i start to watch farm with Jer jeremy clarkson but i've only watched like 20 minutes i think mm. you'd have more to say about it than i because you've watched all yeah that. yeah but yeah nice. so bit of a busy cool. been fun Cool. Oh, yeah, and I had a muffin about 10 minutes ago. It was very nice. Oh, lovely. Hey! <laughs> well, I think I'm going to break from the norm a little bit then, and I'm going to go next, just because we're kind of touching well, on some very similar things. Do that then. So, fine. Will I'll, he I'll save just... the best till last, Chris? <laughs> That's what it is. Um... <laughs> you, you say that like it's going to appease me. Like, you know, being nice to me will, will win me over. And you know what, Craig? You're 100% right. It absolutely yeah. will. <laughs> <laughs> He's so Quality. easy. Um, right, where should we start? Different discussion. Um, different discussion. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. So I've been really looking forward to this game because um, you know, well, ever since it first got announced, I thought that looks really cool. You know, physics-based kind of dungeon crawler. You know, grabbing loot, and I thought it looks really cool. I'm not a massive Dungeons and Dragons fan. Um, you know, you boys are more than I am. I didn't know who the characters were. Apparently, they're quite famous characters within Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> just um, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I was just playing with some cool dude with a hammer, which was fun. But um, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> But um, I was really excited for it. Coming to Game Pass, wicked. I won't have to buy it as well. And then the reviews came out. I thought, oh, I'll have a little look. And I think the first one I, I saw was Skill Up's review. I didn't even watch it because I just saw this game is awful, awful, or something like that. I was yeah, like, oh, my yeah. word. And then I, I think really, I watched... really can't recommend. I think it was. That's it. Really, yeah. really can't recommend it. That was it. And then um, I, I think I watched the IGN review, which gave it four out of ten. I was like, oh, no. Um, I got into the demo. I was playing the demo and uh, that was on the uh, Xbox Insiders. And I was like, this is really fun. I really, really am enjoying this game. There must be something fundamentally awful about it later on. And then when the game came out, me and Alan have been playing two-player going through. Um, he was, um, could you remind me his name? The Elf of Swords? Jit Sturden. 
Dritsturden. That's it. And I am yeah. Wolf- Wolfgar, I think his name is. Wolfgar, yeah. Wolfgar, yeah, the dude with the big hammer. Um, and yeah, so, we're so, just... So just for the layman, just just put them into layman's speak so people don't you don't know. What are they, which yeah. characters are they, Craig? Elfie double swords, elfie double swords, and, and hammer dude. Yeah, hammer dude, you've got there you go, archer yeah. lady <laughs> and, and just 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 a dark elfie. Oh, dark elfie. Oh, dark elfie. Yeah, and there's also dwarfy McDwaff um, with his sword and <laughs> sword and shield, like little. Arr, Love it. Which is quite funny. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So going through that, you know, it's picking up treasure, fighting monsters. You know, you have got your special abilities and stuff. And yes, as Alan said, it's no, it's not. It's most certainly not a triple A, amazingly polished game. But it's really, really good fun, and I think it's been sort of uh, quite poorly represented. Be giving it, you know, scores of fours and fives. You know, I'd put it up there as a, it's, I'd say it's a good solid seven out of ten from what I've played so far. Um, there's a lot of people talking about kind of bugs for it, and lots of situations where um, the NPCs are just kind of standing around, not doing anything. We've had that now and I again. Think, there's I, been. I a think bitch. we had one, didn't we? Where there was one yeah. larger character, but that was the only time I've seen it. To be honest, yeah, we've had some quite epic battles going against bosses, right to a point where I think there was one boss where um, we were both down, no health potions, both down to a sliver of health. I died, and and this the boss had a sliver of health. Alan had a sliver of health, and he just managed to get the final hit in to kill him before we all died. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a fantastic game. So um, I certainly for anyone listening, I wouldn't discount it. It's definitely worth having a play, particularly if you can play it with some friends. Um, and uh, yeah, well worth a punt. I say I'd, I'd agree with that. I think yeah. you know, there, there, there are definitely you know improvements that could be made to the AI, um, and some you could make some cl- you know some complaints about the aesthetics. I think there could be more variety and stuff. But as far mm. as gameplay and the combat and everything else, and the extra moves and everything else you get, like you, I've had a hell of a lot of fun. I can't help think thinking that people are being a little bit overboard. To be honest, I think other yeah. games would have got a much easier run. Four out of ten from IGN. That almost makes sounded like unplayable. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's just, it's not, it's, it is perfectly playable, it has a few issues, which I'm sure they'll remedy going forward with a couple of updates mm. and patches, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know what they're talking about. I think the play. official rating of 4, I could be incorrect, but I think it, the official rating is bad, I think that's what yeah. 4 mm. is, bad. Yeah. I mean, which is, you know. Yeah, what I've seen across the board, because I haven't played it yet, so I can't really um, think I've seen the reviews. It seems to be quite split because you've got people like yourself having an absolute blast and going, oh, I absolutely love it. It's so much fun. Yeah, there are loads of bugs, but it's just really good fun and I'm really enjoying it. And then there's like some people who are just like going so hard on the bugs. And I'm wondering, like, some of the people I've seen go hardest on it are people I've seen who were previewing Diablo 2 remastered. And I'm wondering if they've been playing Diablo 2 and kind of come to this and gone... Diablo 2 is just way better. Oh, yeah. Mm. And, and, they just, and they're using that. I mean, which, to be fair, it's, it's a hell of a benchmark. But I'm just wondering mm. if they're not being fair to it because, yeah, they've had that time with Diablo 2 and they're just like, it's yeah. not Diablo 2, I'm not interested. It's quite know. a high bar to hold it yeah. to. Yeah, isn't yeah it? admittedly, admittedly. <laughs> but, I mean, but and, and you know, something yeah, I'd like to mention. Your objectivity, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah, something I'd like to mention. I've noticed this actually because I've been looking at Diablo 2 and I'm very, very interested. Are they seriously selling this for 60 quid? Yeah, no. of course they are. There's, I know. No. It's, I know it's a remaster, no. and it's a quality game. But is there like a, a special store, edition? Isn't it's sixty quid. Special that's edition. The spe- that's the quid. ultimate yeah. edition. It's thirty-five yeah. for the normal one. Oh, yeah, right. normal I was going to say because yeah, for D and D Dark Alliance, that's what I think it's 25, 35, 35 quid as well. Mm. 
Well, I suppose the price comparison doesn't count, but mm. I looked at it, I was like this. I love Baldur's uh, Diablo, sorry, Diablo 2. I'm looking forward to that. I mentioned this a couple mm. of weeks ago. But I am not bloody paying 60 quid for it, not no. for a game that's like 15 years no. old. No, thank you. I don't mm. care how, how many nice new textures you put on it. I'm not paying <laughs> bloody 60 quid for that game. Totally, yeah. And I'm with you on that, mate. I'm with you on that. Um uh, bouncing a bit off another game you were talking about, Mr. McQueen. Um, you were talking about control and all the ray tracing. Oh, well, yeah. I've actually been playing um, Metro Exodus, the enhanced edition on the Xbox Series X. Mm. And oh, by golly, those ray traced lighting effects are absolutely stunning. And I was just explaining to Alan earlier on about how, you know, graphics are graphics. And that, we know Alan's stance on it. He's, you know, he's, yeah, if he looks pretty great, if it doesn't, he's not too worried. You're more of a gameplay man, which is totally legitimate. But what I was trying to explain to it with Metro is it fundamentally changes the way you play the game. <laughs> so you know, I was trying because... to explain to him. Oi, yeah, no. Alan, <laughs> Not in that way, not in that way, because you haven't played it, so you don't understand it. Um, but the fact of when you go with with the, the the type of game that is, it's really, really heavily dependent on on shadows and stealth. You know, you have your torch, you have your your lighter, you've got night vision goggles, and there was a particular level I went into. It was a like a ship, um, all enclosed and slaves all in there with all slavers around the top. I managed to sneak in, go and find a switchboard, flick all the switches off, so all the lights went out stick on my night vision goggles because it is absolutely pitch black um to so put my night vision on start taking a few guys out then they sort of heard me and put all their torches on um and i could kind of take my night vision off and it was accurately lighting where everything was so i knew really fundamentally definitely where i was hiding in the shadows um mm. and it just you know you could like you're setting someone on fire the whole room would light up you're just being very careful with everything you're doing and your positioning and and you're making sure you're turning lights out and stuff because quite often again alan was saying you know you go into a game and you it will say set the slider until um you know you can only see uh, this bit this star very slightly and you do all that stuff and half the time you know the shadows and stuff don't really work all that well but it just makes such a difference to the game to play it um and plus it's also running at 60 frames now um which i think it was 30 before um and it's yeah an absolutely fantastic experience so again i recommend anybody who wants to pick it up i'm sure it's going to be on sale again at some point soon because it's a free That's upgrade. What I'm waiting for. yeah free upgrade to um the enhanced experience uh using uh, smart delivery not what happened with control sadly uh no exactly yeah which is why i haven't yeah. gone into that one you know because i <laughs> even though that's been down on sale for about 12 quid i still I, I resent the fact that I've already bought the game once. I don't want to buy it again just to have ray tracing and make it run a little bit better. Um, I think, even yeah. though it gives me the DLC, and actually for like twelve or fifteen quid or whatever, it's actually a bargain for getting that for just for the DLC. But yeah. it's I don't want to do it because it's not just buying it. It's saying that's okay it's for them the to do it. Yeah, it's, it's exactly, I'm the same as you, Craig. It's a matter of principle for me because it was mm. that it was that when that moment they went. Even the people who bought it and paid all the money for the DLCs at full up money and bought them on the day of release suddenly mm -hmm. have to pay all the money again to get it. I was like, mm -hmm. you, can, you can just jog on. I'm not. I'm not going to buy your game now. Which is why when I played Control, and I haven't, I haven't worked my way through it yet. Away, but I played it on Game Pass on the PC because I got all my ray tracing on the PC without having to pay for it. And I was like, you know what? Pff, fine, that's how I'm doing it. You're not getting mm -hmm. any more of my money than you. Yeah, you know, you'll get paid by Microsoft, sure. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm not going to put my hand in my pocket any more than I have to. I'm already paying for it. You can you can jog on if you think I'm going to give you money and support your cretinous behaviour. Essentially, mm -hmm. you know, really, yeah, no, really I totally with like you. That. 
Yeah, I think it was fairly widely. I think that was the opinion of a lot of people. It was, you know, a real. To not be clear, cool though, that's, that's probably not remedy. That's probably not remedy. Yeah, no. that, that would be the. Yeah, probably not. Distribute no. to a five oh five game. So yeah, mm, yeah, I would yeah. Imagine whoever so. did it though needs a slap. Basically, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, good, you know. solid talking to. Don't yeah. do it. a way again. to make some dosh. <laughs> Um, and then just one thing I want to go through that I've been watching again Alan lightly touched on it uh, which was Clarkson's Farm uh, so <laughs> I was looking for something quite sort of chill I don't know if if Chris if you ever watched Grand Tour or Top Gear or anything I do yeah I do mate yeah. you do okay right well um, yeah I mean Clarkson he's a, he's a polarising character you either love him or hate him um, and uh, the nice thing with the show I mean honestly I put it on I, I'm absolutely addicted I think I watched three episodes the first day three episodes the next day and then the, and then I just cleaned the rest of it off on the third day. I just couldn't stop watching it because it's basically set around Clarkson bought a farm um, in the Cotswolds uh, with a thousand acres uh, really just for the property and he used to have somebody in the village used to farm it all for him. Uh, this guy comes to him and says look I'm going to retire um, so you need to get someone else to sort the farm and he thinks you know what I'm going to give it a go. So this is him having no farming experience, a you know privately educated boy from the city um, coming into the farm and essentially messing every single thing up at every step along the way, and it is brilliant. Um, he's got like, this young lad Caleb who's who's about twenty twenty one. He's a he's a farmer boy. He's got his own like farming contract and stuff. And uh, he's just just he's just absolutely laying into Clarkson constantly, like just 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 nonstop. You idiot! You don't listen to any. Why'd you do that for? That's not straight. Rah, rah. Clarkson, everybody's shouting at me. It's just brilliant. Um, it's nice to see him quite humbled. Um, but I would really, really recommend watching it. It's absolutely fantastic. So definitely get stuck in. That's on Amazon Prime. Uh, so and I think that's probably uh, everything for me to talk. I don't want to go on hours and hours and hours. So over to you, Mr. Chris. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I've been gaming wise fairly dull. I've uh, I've sort of been sinking my time squarely into Mass Effect still, taking my time with it, having fun. I'm currently working my way through Mass Effect 3. You're I'm not in every I'm, box. Yeah, I, I'm a very much when it comes to those games, <laughs> I go into full completionist mode. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, every side quest, every little bit, everything, everything done. I'm current. I've just finished Rannoch in Mass Effect Three. I won't. No spoilers, obviously, for anyone who hasn't played it. Um, but yeah, that's. Um, you know, I, as I say this about Mass Effect, it's like it's, it's a pretty powerful game, and for me, emotionally, it gets me every time. And I've done Mass Effect Three, and I've and I've and I've cried three times so far during Mass Effect Three. Um, I won't say what happens again because of spoilers. But man, that game is just like stop it. I can't just. Just, and it was there was been points where I know what's coming because I've obviously completed it, and I like I just don't want to click that button because if I go yeah. down and do that mission, I know how it's going to end, and I just don't want to feel that way because it's yeah. it's it's sad, and I don't want to be sad, you know. <laughs> um, uh, but it, yeah, I'm I'm super yeah, it's, it's super fun to be fair. I'm, I'm loving doing it again. It looks looks really good. Mass Effect Three does like mm. I mean they all they all look a lot better. We, we talked about this when we first said one it, obviously especially. But it's amazing how good Mass Effect 3 looks at points, you know, and um, there's a few things that really age it. Like there's obviously some tech which has progressed nicely, but yeah, it's good to, good to play again. And, and I've, I've been having a lot of fun. The combat's much improved from the others in the trilogy mm. as well. So having a lot of fun. Watched quite a few films. We're doing a fair bit of painting as well. Um, uh, had them on the background. So I watched a lot of Guilty Pleasure stuff. I watched um, uh, one of my Guilty Pleasure, which I, you, you know, you know, you know guys, you, you, have, you, you watch a film and you objectively know it's a bad film. 
but you love it anyway. And for some mm -hmm. reason, you just, even though you know, really, deep down, it's a terrible film. And mm -hmm. you're like, I don't know why I like this movie, but I, I like this movie and I watch it repeatedly, which is, and one of mine is Battle Los Angeles. Like, I know oh, it's not great, a particularly good that's film. That's a great movie. I love no, that it's movie. Not, it's not. I like it. There, there are points where it's, where it's quite fun. And then there are points where it's like so dumb. And then it just, it's just, I love it. I don't ridiculous. know why. It's ridiculously yeah. good fun movie. It it's, doesn't it's, have to make any sense. It's, it's just, it's men with guns fighting aliens. It's brilliant. You know what it, it, feel, it feels like? It feels like a halfway house between Independence Day and War of the Worlds. And it can't figure out where it wants to be half the time. So it kind of just becomes a bit of a mess of the two. And like, it doesn't really work half the time. But I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't know why. It's, yeah, it's watching just... that film upset me because I wasted my <laughs> life watching it. That's weird because we, we are so divided on this. I'm with Chris on this one. Mm. That is in yeah. my top my top alien movies of all time. I'll, I'll I absolutely honest, adore yeah. that film. If, Don't if get me wrong, I'm not watch... saying it's a masterpiece, but yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. If I was going to watch an alien invasion movie um, and I had the choice between Independence Day and Battle of Battle Los Angeles, I'd watch Battle Los Angeles because... Oh! Like, Honestly, for, for me, Independence Day like runs out of steam about midway through because they blow up everything, which is awesome. Like, and you can't deny that. At that point, it's well cool. Then they have the dogfight bit, and then it just gets really boring for a while. And then it just gets stupid at the end. And, and it's Jeff Goldblum trying to convince us all that somehow he can write a computer program that can yep. infiltrate yep. an alien uh, operating <laughs> system that he's never they, seen they, in they, his entire life. Exactly. <laughs> it's just the aliens all shop up Apple, isn't it? You know, so yeah, that yeah, works. Yeah. You know, mate. It's like, I tell you, if it ever happens, I reckon you could do it in Excel. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a spreadsheet already, mate, and it's got some nice pie charts telling you how successful it's going to be. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, I what we watched that. I watched um, a few things. I did also watch on Netflix a new one. I watched The Dead Don't Die. Um, which I remember when it came out the cinema, I was really, I saw the, the cast, I was like, oh my God, I need to see this zombie movie with, you know, Bill Murray and, you know, uh, Adam Driver and all that. I was like, oh, it looks well good. I can't wait to see oh, it. That one. Yeah. And I was really excited for it. And, uh, and I never got around to watching it in the cinema. And I was like, okay. And then some of the reviews weren't very nice to it. And I was like, hmm. So anyway, it came on to Netflix. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. I was like, it can't be as bad as everyone says. It's absolutely as bad as everyone says. <laughs> that is a film where literally nothing happens. And yet loads happens, but nothing happens. And it's all just, oh, God, it's so dull. Like, there's one really clever point in the whole film. And there's a couple of little funny moments here and there. But, my mm. God, that film is dull. It just goes on and on. And you're just like... I'm afraid you know. I'm not entirely surprised. I watched the trailer and I was just like... <sighs> it's like how can you fail with, with that cast? And it's just... It's just well, yeah, it tries yeah. too hard to be meta at points. And it really succeeds. There's one bit late on where... There's, it actually made me laugh out loud. There's a bit with Adam Driver and Bill Murray where they're sitting in a car um, discussing what's going on. He goes, well, this is going to end bad. He goes, how do you know this? He goes, well, I've read the script. Uh, and I won't say anyone that. They have a discussion about it. <laughs> uh, they're discussed about it. And it's actually quite funny the way they do mm -hmm. it. And, and that is like the best bit of the whole movie. But it's like, it's like two minutes out of two hours. And trust me, the rest of the two hours just is not worth that two minutes. Find that I scene think... on YouTube. That's the way. That's the way to watch that movie. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give it a punt. I'm gonna watch it because I, no, I saw it. It's horrible. But, <laughs> but you said that's the thing. You guys said that about um, Army no, of the Dead, no. and I quite enjoyed that. No, mate, mate, this should, isn't an Army of the Dead thing. You should, should go back. You should go back and watch Battle for Los Angeles instead. That's much better. <laughs> 
Okay, so so I can I can safely say this. I have complete confidence that this isn't. I thought most people would like Army of the Dead, and I I didn't dislike Army of the Dead, but I got frustrated with it. But I can mm. understand why people wouldn't like Army of the Dead. I cannot, absolutely cannot understand how anyone would like the Dead Don't Die. It's just, just I mean, I want to use words that we're not supposed to use on the podcast to describe yeah. it viciously because it's that bad. You know, honestly, man, don't waste I'm time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. As, as a word of advice further than that, I watched the first, I think it was 40 minutes of a film called Anti-Life on Netflix, which had oh. Bruce Willis in it and the guy who oh. played Crossbones in MCU. Um, yeah. I know whatever you do, whatever you do, do not watch that movie. I got had no minutes, intention. Like, I'm it. done. I'm done. I'm absolutely done. I like bad movies. I absolutely love bad movies. This is just a bad movie. It's not one of those bad movies that's kind of fun it's just bad <laughs> is that the is that the film where they're wearing like exosuits that look like yes. yeah. jets from district yeah. nine yeah. yeah if ever there was living proof that bruce willis has actually retired and is just making money to live off <laughs> yeah that movie is probably it yeah. It's, it's some terrible. some people it's get so a little bad. job like part time job in a corner yeah. shop or you know driving you know driving a taxi a couple of days a week he's decided he's going to do some bad movies to get yeah. a bit of pocket change <laughs> he, don't, he don't care he doesn't matter. He doesn't need to just make a bit of money. Yeah, it's honestly, it's, it's just, just that is just unbelievably dreadful. Mm, and then I've been watching some stuff like Final Space again because I love Final Space. Nice. Yeah. Although, although I don't know why I subject myself to it because Series Two is just like all kinds of emotional gut punches throughout the entire oh. season. Season one, if you if you haven't seen Final, if you've watched Final Space, you must. Have I've watched. Final. I think I've watched one episode, and I and I never. Oh, I just mate. didn't pick it up again. It was like you know when it's you just show. you. Yeah, you, you know when you sort of watch something and it's just not the right time to watch it, or have you have got other stuff on Absolutely. the go and you yeah. just don't go yeah. back to it. And I need to because everybody I talk to says it's really good. Quality. I've watched yeah. both series. I didn't. And cry season like two that. is, is, is season yeah. two, but I enjoyed it all the same. <laughs> it's great, great show, great show. Really enjoyed it. It's really good. It's very, it's very clever. It's very, it's, it's like one of these things, isn't it? Because you get something amazing like Rick and Morty as an animated series, and you're just like, how can anything else compare? Mm. And it's just trying to compare apples and oranges, really, because yeah. you know, Final Space is just a fantastic animated story with some top class writing and whilst mm. the humour is great it's totally different from something like Rick and Moy I can't yeah. recommend it enough just like Chris it's fantastic yeah. and the second okay, series yeah. is definitely a step up from the first one as far as writing and tropes it's, mm. it's yeah. just awesome it's a great series it's, it's, you've got to yeah. watch it so I'll tell you now, Craig, if you're saying you're going to give The Dead Don't Die a punt, don't. <laughs> Just going to say. Watch Final Space instead. Watch Final yeah. Space instead. I can Maybe promise you that. you'll enjoy Final Space. I, I can promise you you won't enjoy The Dead Don't Die. Like, honestly, awesome. it's it's just awful. So, yeah, uh, that's, about, that's about it, really. So, there you go, that's me. Cool. <laughs> Okie dokie, right. Well, thanks for that, boys. Uh, so, I guess now we'll get on with this week's news. This is the news. Cool. Right. So first thing we've got up on the agenda is um, our very beloved Windows 10 is getting an upgrade to Windows 11. Uh, and we've had oh. some details announced about it. Uh, you know, some fun. There's, there's plenty of different uh, uh, kind of updates. You've got things, you know, with uh, changes to the UI, the way it looks, integration with Teams and things like that, you know, working across multiple devices. But that's not what we want to talk about. The main things we want oh, to talk no. about are the gaming focused um, improvements. Now, I know that a couple of weeks back, uh, we had uh, Satya Nadella um, on with uh, um, Phil Spencer. I don't know how I forgot his name for a second there. Um, talking about how important Xbox was as a brand to Microsoft. And I think this just kind of reinforces the point when they're launching the new Windows 11 with um, 
integrated Xbox Game Pass um, and cloud support. So effectively, directly from within an app that's already built into Windows, you can go straight into the cloud and start playing games. So, you know, they are really investing heavily into this one. Also having auto HDR on games as well which is a function that we've had going on the Xbox now for a little while. They're implementing that into the PC, which again is fantastic, you know, because a lot of people use that in that media type way. And also, if you're running um, M.2 NVMe drives, um, I don't know the right, I think it's 2.0 to 4.0, I'm not sure though, um, but they're using uh, direct storage APIs now, very much like the Velocity architecture. So the problem that you were having with control going forward into the new system i don't know if it's going to be backwards compatible or just for new games coming forward we're going to be eliminating those long load times because it's effectively allowing uh, data to stream rather than going through the cpu into the gpu it's just going directly to the gpu and into the memory that way so things are going to load up much much quicker um so it's due i don't think they've given it an official date ratley have they i think they said it's coming uh, into the year it's holiday 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 yeah said. they like yeah, that so, one don't they yeah that, yeah it just means end of the year <laughs> yeah know. yeah yeah exactly hey, you're just bitter because they said that for halo infinite oh yeah don't, don't, that's december man it's, the, it's december 100 because they're advertising six months of yeah. games one release each month and the last one is halo so it's december we know it is yeah. we just don't know when in december yeah, you know? yeah i think you're right mate i think you're right um so yeah no it's pretty exciting stuff really i mean you know alan you're new to the pc market you know is it is it did this prick your ears up? Well, I thought my first reaction was, you're kidding me, right? I've got to upgrade my OS straight away. I've, lit I've literally just got a new PC. And you're telling me I need to upgrade already? Seriously? I mean, you know, as I said, I was saying earlier on, one of the big things for me was, you know, it's kind of a culture shock, isn't it? Because, you know, I've got a next generation console in the Series X. And some of the quality of life things that that gives you, like quick resume and fast loading times, yeah. is something that you get used to really, really quickly. And, and it, as beast as my PC is sitting there waiting for things to load it's just it, it's something it's it's weird i feel like i feel like a spoiled rich kid complaining because his dad won't give him a Lamborghini it now. birthday <laughs> it's like it takes two minutes to load <laughs> do, you know, do you know what i always do in a situation like that is i always check myself my rea I reality check myself and go do you remember when I was a kid now, a ZX Spectrum, and I yeah. wanted to play a game? And I always and just it made that, that same myself. noise I just made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, mate. Because there was also one, one game I remember, one of my favourite games was Indiana Jones, and it would, it would one of these games I would load it, and maybe 30% of the time it would work. So you take 10 minutes to load it, yeah. and then you finger cross fingers. If it didn't work, you load it again. So I always <laughs> just think just back to that and go, it. yeah, I think back to that and go, it could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always do. Yeah. I just reality check that, myself. That is a good mythology, but it's, it, it is just so noticeable, and it probably wouldn't have been before the Series X. It would have been, oh, yeah, you know, I'm playing these great games with these super ultra graphics and everything else, and I wouldn't have thought twice about it. But it's it just kind of faster, a culture mate. shock. It, sorry? It would have been way faster than your old Xbox because of the SSD. Yes, it would have been. Yeah, totally, yeah, totally. But, but now it, it, it's, a tur it's turtle pace. <laughs> so, a turtle power. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm really excited from that that aspect of things. Um, when you started talking about technical stuff, Craig, and I, I think I dozed off a little bit there. Yeah. Um, there's something about um, um, SSD drives, NV M two point four point. You've got one, Alan. All right, you've got one. So yeah, you've got I, one. I, I've actually got one of those in my PC. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, I I know because it was on the description when I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wouldn't have let you buy a PC without that on it, mate. Don't well, you worry. Actually, that's part of the story, isn't it? Because I actually was going to build it before, and then we realised that it was probably going to be better to to mm. buy a whole rig already set up. But I'd already ordered from uh, yeah, 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 because of the the, the, the lack of. Uh, uh, graphics cards out there and the amount of money they're being charged for them it was it was cheaper to buy a pre-built rig and quicker as well because mm. uh, i probably would have taken me you know a few weeks to get all the part components and build it whereas i bought this rig and had it at my house within three days so uh you know my credit card looked a bit unhappy after that but still mm. um but yeah i mean overall the uh the the, the update is is great and i can see the quality of life things from a gaming perspective are really going to be great i'm interested to see what else it's going to bring to the table always with a new operating system like this sometimes it's a case of what you're used to and you're kind of like you don't want things to change and i'm talking from the perspective of microsoft office um experience more than you know sort of like the os but you know having coming from like you know a long-term love affair with excel some of the things whenever they bring out a new version of office and you're kind of like yeah that's great but they changed that and i really miss that and it's kind of like you know and you so there's there's, there's give and take always with these mm. updates so i'm really interested to see what they're going to bring to the table other than those game enhancements as well as far as the operating yeah. system I think they're just very much they're they're kind of trying to modernise the look of it, you know, because it's yeah. it, Windows Ten does look very Windows XP really or Windows Seven, you know, it's like it's not really moved along along a lot. And I think they're trying to kind of maybe capitalise a little bit more on that fancy schmancy Apple market, you know, when you've got things like like kind of thing that um, Chris has got the kind of Surface books, fantastic <laughs> bits of kit. They want the fancy schmancy uh, UI. I to can go see in. why you're in sales, Craig. What fancy you want, my so, oh, good man, is this fancy schmancy stuff? <laughs> my, my, you mean my fancy schmancy Surface book that doesn't take the Windows 11 update? That one. That's the one. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bad yeah. luck there, Rami. Bad luck, man. Good, good, well, good, 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 good example, Craig. Good example. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh mate. So, uh, well, Ratley, moving on to you then, because you're Mister Two PCs, one that won't run it and one that will. What do you think about <laughs> it all? Um, I mean, I'm. I think it's great. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm all for. I hate this thing of you know people being like, well. Like I saw a load of people complaining because it won't run on their 10-year-old PC or their six-year-old PC. I'm like, yeah, this is technology. It does this. You know, it, It's not planned obsolescence. It's just that technology moves forward, forward at a pace and things will change. And it means you can't, you know, um, you can't keep up. You know? And my Surface Book doesn't take it. My Surface Book is six years old. Um, and yeah, I'm a little, I mean, I say it doesn't take it. There's probably a workaround here and there that I can do with it. Mm. You know, people are already putting it on those devices. So it definitely runs on it. There are probably just some things you'll have to, to tweak. As is with the thing about running a PC, right? Um, the the thing I, I have with it is that, you know, it's not a planned obsolescence. Let's get that out of the way. You know, planned obsolescence means they've deliberately designed something to deliberately have a finite life so they can sell you a new one. That's not what they've done. Technology has changed, things have evolved. From the gaming point of view, I think it's great. And it's great that Microsoft, re have, have, over the past sort of five to 10 years, have really realized how big that part of their Windows market is. You know, in, in, in like, you know, the, the private market of Windows, gaming represents just a massive chunk of PCs that are sold now, you know, like, um, because more and more people for light tasks are doing, uh, are, are buying, you know, Chromebooks, because if they just want to just want to surf the web and that, uh, that's come mm. along, you know, phones have become a big thing for a lot of people, less people are buying yeah. laptops because they've got phones now. So the PC has become a, a, a two, two, a sort of two pronged thing, which is the business slash 
you know, hardcore users, which are using it for maybe, uh, you know, running, you know, rendering or video editing or what have you. And that's also split with the Mac, obviously. And then there's the, yeah, and, and the Office and Excel and stuff like that. And then you've got the gaming side of it, where there's a huge chunk of people who just buy PCs to play video games. Because, you know, like we've talked about before, you know, there are, you know, options you can do with modding and things like that. Um, and I think to, for, for Microsoft to, re to, to acknowledge that, sink it deeply into the OS shows that they're really, you know, taking that gaming market seriously. And I know that PC gamers are also some of the most just frustrating people to deal with because when Microsoft try and reach out to them and do something like this, they'll go, oh, but, you know, blah, blah, and they'll start giving it all the, well, I can yeah. run it in this OS and get it. It's like, look, you know, they're trying to help you out here, you know, stop, mm -hmm. you know, if you keep slapping them in the face every time they do this, they, they, they'll just stop doing it, you know? Um, you know, so I think it's great. I like the fact they're baking it into the OS using a PC for some gaming, I'm like, you know, I, I'm all for those Xbox enhancements coming along because I was actually, talking, some of my friends were discussing today, so I'm actually putting one of my WhatsApp groups. So he's got a launch Xbox One. He's like, look, it's getting a bit long in the tooth. It's starting to struggle. Is a Series S worth the money? We, you know, will I notice a difference from a Series X? And I sort of <laughs> ran through the bullet points. And yeah. someone said to me in the group, they said, oh, you know, like they said, oh, you know, I don't get to play much, so it's not really worth me investing. I went, well, you know, they only, only get two or, two or three hours a week, say. I was like, yeah, but that's what you don't understand is once you go to a new console, those two or three hours a week are actually more time gaming instead of waiting for it to load or do stuff. And you'll miss it. As soon as you don't have that, you'll miss it. And like Alan said, he's gone to PC away from that, like super quick load times that we have because of the architecture and stuff. And you do miss it. And like, I've noticed mm. on some of the stuff, you know, it's, it's quick on my PC. I've got a nice laptop where I can load up games quick, but I do miss it. My, my Xbox. And the one thing that I, I you know, is just too good is quick regime. Like, oh, mate, I literally you know, was just about to do coming, that. Coming yeah. back from, from, from the Xbox to PC, quick resume is like, it's just one of these things that until you use it at, like in a semi-regular way, you jump in and out of games like that. It's just like, how how have I lived without this in my, you know, yeah. it's, we, it's we so We had that last good. week, didn't we, playing Dark Alliance. Yeah. Was it, I joined the party with you, didn't I, Craig? And we went, right, I'll just load this up. Oh, oh, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's so good, oh. you know. And and, yeah. and I think that if they're going to bring more of that sort of stuff to PC, I think PC gamers will really appreciate it. They may not know that that's a great thing. And like, you know, PC gamers are also like the hardcore, some of the worst, because like you tell them that this thing on the Xbox or on the PlayStation is really good. They're like, no, it's a peasant console. It cannot be better than my PC. I will tell you why my <laughs> PC is now better. It's like, look, mate, I, I'm not, I don't doubt your PC is more powerful and does more things. But this, this is 128 like, gigabytes of RAM. Yeah, it's, it, and I, I, mean, I mean, I, I, I get it. And if I had more money, I'd probably be that guy going, "Yeah, but check out my rig," you know. Um, but I, 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 you know, I also don't want to go that rabbit hole because I, I don't want that getting in my way of just having fun with games. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's sometimes where it becomes a bit of a, you know, a measuring contest, shall we say, about like, you know, things, and you just go. Really, you know, just just play a game, man. It, it's the same game yeah. over here that it is over there. Maybe the only exception would be when before ray tracing came along, and you were saying about ray tracing fundamentally changing the way some games play. Yeah, I could have got it. PC had a big, big scream and shout to go ray tracing, flex my muscles. You know, now like we've got that ray tracing on console as well. It's going to be mm. yeah, it's going to be better on PC, but it's not like you're going to lose it on console. So I think yeah. everyone just needs to. It comes back to stop being console. Just stop being aggressive towards other gamers. Enjoy it. And Windows is giving you more tools to enjoy it. So yay. Fundamentally, yeah, on yeah, that yeah. point, this week or last week, I've been playing some uh, some Halo, 
Master Chief Collection, a bit with you, Craig, and a bit with uh, my son, Alex. Um, and when I first set it up, I first installed it from, from Game Pass PC. Yeah, um, I actually set it up and then it asked, I went into the settings, the graphic settings. So I was like, right, I'll set it up. I'll put the frames per second up and I put them up. And it's like, oh, there's 60, 120, 240, 280 <laughs> frames a second. You're having a laugh, aren't you? And you know what? You know, I mean, those extra frames a second are what you need to be able to be so precise when you're shoot when you're getting shot in the head by everybody else, because um, <laughs> those extra frames a second do me absolutely no good whatsoever. Because I'm yeah. still rubbish at it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we discussed we discussed that, that audio thing. We were talking about headsets, and that your your mate said like, what was it? Was it one of them said, yeah, yeah. I find the best way to locate enemies is to put my face in front of their gun. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely my. Yeah, I'm good at it that way. Middle aged gamer uh, problems, right? Middle aged yeah, gamer problems. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, like running like old grandpas running around with Zimmer frames in Call of Duty, basically. Like it's. Uh, that's actually a good game mod. Somebody should put that in. That'd they be should hilarious. do. They should do. That'd be yeah. hilarious. But only people. So they, you have to put your age in. Prove your idea. If you're under 15, you yeah. get a Zimmer frame just so they can see how they feel like it. And we they, get a chance. They, 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 there's actually a slight delay on when they actually move their joysticks <laughs> in the game. So that's our brain working. Yeah, they, yeah. that's how they are going to experience it. Kids, kids you don't see realize we play with permalag, and then you react. Yeah, we play with permalag, don't we? That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Me, me opening the door to my kitchen has lag on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because oh, it's true. Yeah, I know, I know. Man, we're going off topic here. We really are. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So I think fundamentally, yeah, I think we're all in agreement. The whole uh, Windows 11 supporting gaming and bringing more gaming features is fantastic. You know, obviously a big one being the whole... Um, Xbox, uh, Game Pass and the cloud storage all being included directly into it and um, by the same sounds of it Alan they've been doing a bit of uh, behind the scenes work with cloud haven't they? Well I mean yeah of course the xCloud streaming service from Microsoft uh, I mean they, they, they Microsoft have acknowledged that they are going to upgrade it to the uh, Xbox Series X hardware for the service but they didn't make any sort of concrete announcements however it has been noticed that some games are are streaming on the the the, the X Cloud uh, have suddenly got expanded graphics options. And don't get me wrong; it's still in beta at the moment. Mm. So if you haven't signed up for it, you can't. It's too late. Um, so they're doing a lot of stress testing and stuff like that. Um, I, I believe that it's due for general rollout in September. Um, for, um, set to release to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate users, apparently, in September. Um, but apparently they've been noticed some sort of additional graphics options for certain games. Not for all, so it's obviously they're doing a little bit of testing. Uh, I think mm. to uh, Rainbow Six Siege and Yakuza Like a Dragon, where the option to put in 120 frames a second popped up. Um, and then they also noticed there were vastly improved loading times. Types? Times? Times. times that's, that's the word the i'm looking yeah. for yeah yeah um and, and, and apparently these are all connected to the, the the extra power of the series x cpu um and how that's interconnected um it gets a little bit technical there and if i'm perfectly honest with you boys i don't rightly understand how it works that's fine so maybe, maybe you can explain <laughs> you want me to pick to up me. a little bit i'll pick yeah, up I was a little bit yeah. say, maybe you can explain to me because i'm trying to figure out right <laughs> that if it, uh, Essentially, that the article that I read made it sound like you're utilising your own console to stream from. Does that mean you have to have your console turned on? It, how does that work if you're in a different country and you want to use your phone to stream your right. games? And 
I so don't know. <laughs> there's two different types. So they do they do a kind of a like a an, a, an internet in in a, a, a cloud streaming from your console. Okay, so one where you can turn your so I could turn my console on down there. And I could go onto my PC and I could stream it through my network so I could play my Xbox up here, even though it's down in the living room. Okay, and that would be streaming it effectively like cloud streaming. Yeah. What they're talking about on here is the actual blades or like, you know, like a, you, you ever seen like a server in it, where somewhere you've worked, where it's got like kind of slots all in a massive big stack cabinet, yeah? Effectively, what they're doing, those things there, they're called blades. And currently they've got what's the equivalent of an Xbox One S in all of them. Which is what we right. yeah, which is what we currently run cloud on. What they're doing is they're exchanging those blades for the equivalent of the specification of an Xbox Series X inside there. So all of the you know the velocity architecture, so all that stuff that we were talking about, like that direct storage API things, where it can effectively it's just a clever way, whizzy way of going. I can throw all the information at you really, really quick, and that's sure. what makes it load fast. That's really interesting because you say that, and that immediately makes me think. Well, hang on a minute. XCloud, that's a service that's available to Xbox Bone One users. Mm -hmm. So that means effectively you can have an Xbox One and be able to utilize the power of mm -hmm. a Series X and get the mm -hmm. graphical and loading advantages that you would get from a Series X whilst playing streaming on your mobile phone or your tablet through your Xbox One. That's pretty Craig. cool. Craig, I think he's got it. He's got it. By I'll God, he's cracked it. I'll have forgotten it in five minutes, but I've got it now. <laughs> yeah, bring it, bring it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's an, another kind of sort of side side um, yeah, you know, point to this. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, is the fact that they you know they're talking about putting it some. I, I don't know if again. I think they've put a window of coming later this year, isn't it? Where yes, they're putting uh, soon, cloud, yeah. yeah, cloud integration into the dashboard of the Xboxes. So you can have like Ratley, his mate saying about having an original you know classic xbox one the old big black box um that there he could effectively if he's got a fast enough internet connection or a nice smooth enough connection he could just be running series x quality games if he's got a game pass subscription that's yeah, why yeah. you know when, well, you're running when, series x games you know though series x games yeah. series x. That's that's i mean this yeah. is the big thing for me it's like that's the big thing is series mm. x games are coming to game pass day and day so if they're microsoft studios anyway so these people who can't get a Series X can still play those games. It's it's brilliant. Like it's so good for, from a gamer's again, point of view. Yeah. Again, that shows how invested Microsoft are in more so in the community than selling people more consoles. They want people as part of the family, and they're even willing to say, well, "You don't even need to buy family. You don't even need to buy a Series X. You can actually play these Series X enhanced games by utilizing our X Cloud service. That's ridiculously good. So it's good, man. So awesome. X Cloud, X Cloud is is that thing which Microsoft investing, like you say, Alan, has put them in such a position going forward that they're when they when they when at the beginning of the generation and people don't didn't like to hear it when they said we're not competing with Sony, we're competing with Google and Amazon. Um, and people who want to stream and people were like whatever yeah you're still selling consoles like when you yeah. look at it long term i mean you start to really look at xcloud you can see what they mean by then the people they're competing with are the people mm. who are in the cloud not with the, yeah. the boxes because boxes are going to have a finite life sooner or later we all know this mm. like microsoft aren't abandoning boxes but we all know yeah. that sooner or later when internet gets that good the box will become irrelevant you know it won't matter what yeah. box you've got you'll just well, they're, they're a loss leader aren't they they're a route to market mm. You know, they, they're a lossly, they stick them out there. You know, more and more people can use that. The Xbox brand becomes more, it grows the brand, but it's there to promote their services. That's what it's all about. That's what they cut. You know, they're a software company, aren't they? Yeah. At the end of the day. 
yeah, it's yeah, um, it's the genius move. It really is. Mm-hmm. I actually the other day, um, I because um, me and me and Phil do a game share on the PS5, um, and we've got uh, Ratchet and Clank, the new ones, come out, and I'm, I'm playing through the first one. I'm actually really enjoying it, and and I do actually want to. I was a bit torn as whether I wanted to play the new one, but actually I'm getting to the point where I do actually really want to play it. But the thought of spending seventy quid mm. on a new game. Like normally, I think if it was normal, I'd have been oh, a bit gutted to pay that extra tenner. But now, because Game Pass has come out and all of these first-party games and these fantastic—not even just first-party games, things like your Back for Bloods and stuff like that coming out, where they're just including my monthly subscription—it's mm. made that that jump to pay seventy quid that much worse. The point that I'm like, I just I don't want to spend that money. It's just such a lot of money. It doesn't it's, seem it's like good it. value for money, does it? it? I mean, I, it's like what's it? A six to ten hour campaign? Didn't you no, say? I think it's I think it's about fifteen hours. The campaign. Fifteen hours, but even yeah. so, I mean, seventy quids for that. I mean, when you've got all <clears> of these games available to you for what fifteen quid a month, <coughs> that's just mental. It it doesn't mm. make any. It doesn't make financial sense. It doesn't to me. It's it's a very it's a very strange experience. It, it, it's that it's that thing where I remember when Netflix started, and everyone was like, "Oh, you know, I'd much rather just go buy a DVD or a Blu-ray." And yeah, um, yeah. and I was the same. And I still I still will buy Blu-rays, especially 4K ones, for something I really love because there is no denying that you still get a better picture quality, right? Hmm. Um, but and the big caveat is this: is like even someone who is as hardcore as buying DVDs as me, and I've got I had a hell of a DVD collection. It's just become something I won't do because why would I? You know, I've got yeah. so much content at my fingertips. It will come to streaming sooner or later. If it doesn't, then I'll buy it eventually, you know, when it's cheap. But, you know, yeah, it's it's completely killed that, that well, like you say, not killed, but it's, 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 it's t- turning that corner away from that physical media or that 70 quid price tag. And mm. the companies that jump on that the best are going to be the ones that survive and do do best out of it. I think, mm. you know, I, I think, think even right. something like EA might start to struggle with their FIFA releases because people will start going 70 quid again. Yeah. Again, I mean, it's like that's starting to happen anyway. But mm. like, it's it's. I think it's only going to get worse the further into this we go. Especially if some of the other sports games from somebody else start going on to Game Pass, things like that. Which again, we'll see because. But yeah, yeah, it's just a very strange situation. It I, it's is, a great yeah. situation for gamers because you get more games for for less money. But mm. the worlds are changing around gaming, mate. Definitely. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, talking a little bit around the whole. Uh, um, uh, uh, Xbox as a brand, if you like, you know they're starting to become a lot more uh, widespread with their brand, aren't they? And there's been some other things popping up that have been shouting mm. Xbox, haven't they, Chris? Well, we had the design for Xbox label, didn't we? We, I mean, had um, the first of those was the uh, BNO portals, I believe, were the first thing to mm. to have design for Xbox on them, um, uh, which is basically something which Microsoft are doing in collaboration with brands to say, hey, these have been designed with your Xbox in mind, so they will take the best mm. advantage of your Xbox. This one, X, Y, and Z, and the latest thing is designed for Xbox monitors or displays or whatever you want to say. Um, and there have been a, a an early announcement of a few um, designed for Xbox monitors, um, including one 55 inch monitor from yeah. Philips, which comes with a <laughs> soundbar monitor. It's a, t- it's a TV. Yeah. Uh, TV without a tuner in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a TV without a tuner in it. And then there's a, there's also like a um, ROG one, so that's that's cool, 43 inch one. And there is a uh, Acer one as well, which is 28 inch. So we've got like um, three at the moment that have been officially announced: 155, 148, and 128. So they all vary slightly on what they do in response times. But essentially, we're getting to that point now where Microsoft are treating the Xbox like a mini PC, essentially, and saying, "Look, mm. 
yeah, we're going to give you refresh refresh rates, you know, response times, etc. We're going to give you these monitors that are designed to work at perfect with your Xbox and do things. And I have to admit, like, like my my TV doesn't get used as a TV that much. It gets used as an Xbox monitor more than anything else. Like the TV part of it is nice when I watch movies, but like most of the time it's on, it's doing Xboxy stuff. You know, I'm, I'm you know playing games with you. So I'm kind of at that point now where I'm like. Should I be looking at this fifty-five inch Philips thing? You know, like when it comes along, it's like instead of the the next, you know, uh, the next great LG OLED, because like you know, yeah. Have we got an idea on price point? Have they suggested so a price we, point? They, they haven't given official prices yet. I don't think. Let me just double check the article. I don't think there was uh, anything there. I know the Philips mm. one um, is expected to be. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. The Philips one is going to be sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars. So fifteen nine nine dollars. Um, so that's I bet that'll probably translate to exactly that in pounds as well. To be probably, fair, yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, the uh, the ROG one hasn't been priced yet, and the eight of the well, <laughs> the um, yeah, the Acer Welcome one. to the foreign language edition yeah. <laughs> of the unnamed games podcast. <laughs> the Acer one, which is a bit more a bit more um, technical because it's also designed for PC as well. It's a twenty eight inch one. That's going to be nine hundred and fifty dollars. So they're the current prices. What that really means in terms of what they'll relate to uk or worldwide you can usually do your, your math from that so yeah, yeah. 50, i mean 1600 quid for a 55 inch monitor with a sound bar is pretty good pricing really mm. you know um and yeah like i say as a gamer somebody doesn't really i haven't got a tv this and stuff i'm not interested in TV, live broadcast tv at all i watch netflix and a few blu-rays mm. it's it's piqued my interest. I want to see what the reviews are like on it. The picture quality is like. Yeah, I'm sure. I think for me, it'd be nice to see what that kind of what that um, full motion video performance mm. is like on something. I'd like to think it's pretty decent. And you know, they've got the specifications. You know, the design with the old HDMI 2.1. Like you said, all the the high refresh rates and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're all um, 120 hertz, aren't they? Which is quite nice. Yeah, 4K, yeah. 4K 120 hertz as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's yeah, it's one of those sort of strange ones because more and more TVs are now coming out. You know, all the new TVs are now coming out with HDMI 2.1. You know, a lot of them are coming out with a 120 Hz support and things. And, and most TVs are starting to have game modes built into them again because the market's mm -hmm. getting so massive. But they do look pretty fancy. I mean, you've just got yourself a new monitor, haven't you, um, Alan? I, on your I, I, you know, I mean, I think we've covered this twice already this evening about my yeah. lack of technical knowledge. But yeah. I, I just <laughs> I just remember a, a conversation we had early on in the days when we were looking at, you know, when I, I was asking for your help, Craig, you know, at that building the rig and everything else and and you know, we're like okay let's go and look at look at monitors and it's just mm. it's an absolute freaking minefield it out is there. i mean it is, yeah even if you had a little bit of like base knowledge about what you're looking for 4k hdr blah 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 even i mean every monitor's got a string of numbers and 16 different words at the end of every monitor and it's like i i, I don't know what all of this means i don't it's like, and, and I'm looking at, I mean, I've got a very nice 32-inch Samsung uh, 4K HDR monitor, and I'm very, very happy with it. It's actually a lot bigger than I thought. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not sure about the inches, ladies. It's, but, yeah, I yeah. think it's a 27 inch, mate. Is it 27 inch? It's yeah. huge. It's massive, man. 27 but, Odyssey. But it was, it was about <laughs> standard stand bloke inch. inches, then. Standard bloke yeah. inches. Yeah. Yeah. 32 <laughs> inches, love. 32 <laughs> inches. It is, baby. Um, and it was about it was three hundred and thirty quid, which I thought was very reasonably priced. What it is, and it's certainly a very nice monitor. My quick it's picture quality on everything is fantastic. And I'm listening to the prices you're giving me there. The Acer, that's the 20, 28 inch one you were talking about, yep. nine hundred quid. Yep. I mean, does it do the washing up as well? <laughs> so free hand um, jobs, maybe. 
Because so, for yeah, that sort of money, I expect an extra feature. So yeah, it, well, it's 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 got some stuff which allows you to have like multiple PCs plugged in and things like that, and uh, um, it, it's 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 a it's a it's a very it's it, like every, everything, mate. When you get to certain products costing certain things, they're not designed for everyone. Therefore, a niche, a thing, mm. and uh, I think yeah, with with that especially at twenty eight inches, it's going to be very high quality, very niche. Mm. Yeah, and people who know what it is and will want that will want that, you know. But yeah. it is going to be something which, that's... yeah, isn't going to be for you, Al. Let's be honest. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, not, it's not. That's be the for thing. Me. You know, my TV, sixty-five inch TV. Obviously, I didn't pay this for it because I managed to get a, a decent clearance deal. But my TV's retail when it launched was four thousand pounds for a TV. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. I mean, it's an amazing TV, but that's more than a was, car. There's no um, way I would have yeah. been able to spend I, that kind I, of I money. Was, I was looking at new TVs and I was like, oh, and then like, because because LG have just announced five year warranties on their panels, mm. which was quite surprising. And I was like, oh, okay, G ones have got it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's about it. And the other ones is the X series ones. I was like, oh, I wonder what these X ones are all about. Then they've got a five year warranty as well. Googled it. That's their eight K OLED. And I went, <laughs> when it's like fifty five inches, like nine grand. I went. <laughs> It's insane, the sixty-five isn't it? inch one is like eighteen thousand pounds or something. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need that right now. <laughs> Should coming I from, sell my house and have yeah, the TV in the say, garden? Coming from you, that spent what four hundred and fifty pounds on a pair of headphones that you returned a few weeks later. I'm actually, I'm actually a little surprised, but clearly that is above your budget. So well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> if you had the money, I'm sure you'd still be buying it. Okay? Like, if I, if I had, if I had the money to burn, of course I'd buy it. So would I. <laughs> don't have the money to burn do i you know yeah, like, you know, the, yeah the, like I, the standard 55 at two grand would be an a, a exuberant expense yeah. for me do you know what i mean yeah i think you know that the, the kind of thing i was going to go towards with you alan really i think is the fact that let's say if we went into you were a being a, a not a self-confessed you know almost not technophobe but you know you just all the tech jargon it just does your head in so if you were going out to go right let's say i want to buy the brand new xbox and i want to get a display for it oh these ones here designed for xbox that one's yeah. 400 that one's 200 that, uh that's my budget i know it's going to work brilliant you know it's just, a really yeah. good way of doing it i think i think the other thing to uh, think I, about there I, is as well i was gonna say is that they're, they're very much by the looks of the three displays we've got at the minute they're very much sort of uh, geared towards your casual, your hardcore, and your, and your sort of um, yeah, your your mid ground. You know, your your yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I'm, I'm kind of know what I want, but I can't quite afford it. Maybe bad budget conscious techo. Mm. So even though the biggest one is the fifteen hundred quid is the TV, that's like the big bang for buck with the sound bar is probably the the value bid essentially. And you always get the like the lights on the back that light up with the corresponding image. It's yeah. your casual. It's like. It's a big, big display. It does fit the box with all the Xbox stuff, but it's got all the g gadgets and gizmos built in. And then you start getting the more hardcore variants as you go down. So you sacrifice gadgets and gizmos to have a better display and a more focused display. And then you get to that 28-inch one, and it's like, boom, here you go. So, yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's what they're, they're obviously sort of pricing, they're looking I mean, at them like that. I'd be interested to see the comparison between a standard TV set because, as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. one of those. I've, I've had my Xbox set up to my standard TV, uh, and and the first TV I had actually, which was actually my first flat screen, I actually did. I, I I didn't have a clue how the damn thing worked, and I think I sat there playing on the Xbox for it for probably a year and a half before I realised that you could actually set it up in HD mode. So it was, <laughs> yeah. and I always wondered why it was a little blurry. 
Um, and then I finally figured out that was why. And then it was like really crispy, clear or clear to me. And I was like, oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think you came around my house, didn't you, Craig, after I, Ellie bought me this new TV a few years ago. Yeah. And again, again, it was just set up all wrong and in the wrong mode. <laughs> Give and, it here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, yeah, while I, I, I'm totally on board with this ease of purchase and yet yeah, it's easy to set up. I, you know, I, I, I'd be interested to see how they stack up against just buying a standard TV. What's important to you is the question, isn't it? it you know, for me, I want to have a nice picture, but I'm not going to spend £900 on a nicer picture. If, if I can get a nice TV for two or 300 quid that does me a nice 4K, then, you know, I don't know about the price. I could be talking pretty rubbish, but you know what I mean. <laughs> You know I tell you what, what I mean. Alan. I just say, Alan. Do you know what, mate? There are times where I envy you because yeah. I would love, I would love to be able to that like, with technology, be able to go two hundred quid on a TV. That picture's perfect because I just look at it and go, that is absolute yeah. trash. Like, yeah. and, I, and I'm so but fussy and I his, hate myself for it. I hate yeah. myself. His for TV, it. his TV's not a cheap TV. I bet it, no, I bet it yeah. Because. Yeah. Ellie contacted me and said, what should I get him? And this is roughly what I want to spend. So I know how much he's got there. It's a good little telly he's got there. It's yeah, a it's, a great, it's a great, it's a great yeah. telly. But like, I, mean, I was talking more about the one I had before. Yeah. Which yeah. was like, I don't have to spend thousands to get a nice TV. There's no question about it. But mm. I, w- I wish I could be like you are, Alan, in that respect and just be like, I just don't care, but yeah. I will. I will I've always said. I've always said, and I, I don't. I don't want to be, you know, sort of like intellectually elitist here. But it's the people in the world that let's just put it the most tactful way that I can that are less clever, spend most of their time being happier because they just yeah. don't have a clue how shit things are. Yeah, so for me, ignorance is bliss. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, Do you know what though? It's true. Yeah. True. I, I agree. So when it comes to like, like TVs, 100%. I just I just look and I go, yeah, I can see it. Looks alright. I'm enjoying it. Great. Thanks very much. And you know, you know, I don't need four yeah. grand on a TV because it looks alright to me. And you know what, Al? You know that whole thing we've been having that conversation going on about headphones all all day, like. The people who don't care, like you, are just like, I don't get it, but the people who do care, like, it just makes our lives hell because the minute, like, I started to get a little bit distortionist, I'm like, oh my God, they've got to be faulty. What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? And it's like, you know, I start start doing, and then I just, yeah, dude, I'm testing everything. I spent my whole life, like, troubleshooting the tech I've spent loads of money on that should be the best. I'm like, why is it working properly? Ah, you know, and it's, <laughs> I spent, spent 99 quid on a Microsoft pair of headphones. My biggest challenge was learning how to turn them on. Yeah. You know, you know, I love those things. They're very, very good. I do love them. They're very, very good. And I, yeah. Yeah, part of me does wish I just bought them and listened to my own advice. To be quite honest. So, so that's, that's <laughs> the takeaway from this listeners and viewers. Ignorance is indeed is bliss. Ah, awesome. Fantastic. Right. We've nearly wrapped up the news now. Uh, there's just one final little bit. We have somebody um, who is uh, you know, quite often on this podcast who is he's a fan of aliens, but all, or even more so, he's a real fan of aliens, colonial marines. And there's a little announcement that's really tickled his fancy, isn't there, Chris? <laughs> well, thankfully, it's not colonial marines, too. Um... <laughs> oh, please, please. Not though, I think for the memes alone, I'd love it. I'd love it just for the memes alone. But um, mm. yeah, so Aliens Fireteam Elite has been dated. So uh, with August. a new little subtitle as well. The Elite wasn't yeah. there before. Yeah, Fireteam Elite was Aliens Fireteam. As far as I thought, mm. so I wasn't. I was like, you know. So yeah, so it's uh, it's now Fireteam Elite, and it's coming the twenty eighth of August, I believe, or twenty fourth of August. I can't remember what's top yet. Basically, yeah, end of August we get Aliens Back for Blood. Uh, and then yeah. two months later, we get Back for Blood. So yeah. I've also this for them. A very, very smart move getting out ahead of Back for Blood. 
because I think your game's yeah. going to die and it's ah, oh, spend back for blood arrives. No, it could be could be wrong, and I kind of yeah. hope I am because I really want it to be good and I really want it to do well. Um, but it's got a, it's got a mountain to climb up against back for blood because that's got the the the, the brand legacy and precedent behind it. Well, having said that, the launch trailer looks great. They've done a lot of things. Watching the IGN videos when they did all them a few months back. I didn't think it looked great on first impressions, but as they got further into the demos and showed more stuff off, I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, there's some good stuff in here, and I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be the kind of game, a bit like Left 4 Dead, you won't play it hardcore forever and ever and ever, but you'll dive in and out of it regularly with your mates, I think. Um, yeah. you know, So I'm looking forward to it. I am, you know, I think it looks good. I think it looks like fun. But yeah, end of August, we get Aliens Fireteam Elite, which is which is really cool, I think. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm now we to go on Game Pass. That's it. Well, it's, that's the thing. The price point is coming out. It's a thirty-four ninety-nine title. Mm. So there's yeah. a there's a, a kind of a trend of these kind of mid-range double A titles that are coming out around that kind of price point. Who I knows? Is move. it going to be another one that will move on I the think game? It's pass. a good it move. That, that that thirty-five yeah. quid price point is a good move. I think so. Yeah. I think people expect less from a thirty-five pound game mm. than they do from a sixty pound game. Unless you know, they kind got of Dark Alliance in the title, apparently. Well, that's it. Yeah, which yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, if they go, oh, I'm not going to get a hundred and fifty hours out of this game. I'm, you know, if I don't get that, I'm not happy. But actually, oh, yeah. if I spend thirty-five quid, if it is just a bit of a fun experience to play, you know, it's 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 all right, yeah. isn't it? You know, it's yeah. you know, you'd, you'd spend you know thirty-five quid. That's that's a couple of cinema tickets. You know, if you're going to see a big screen or whatever. Um, so I think that's a totally decent amount of money but I'm, i think it looks really quite good fun so i'm i'll yeah. definitely pick that up at 35 quid so gaming i'm i'll want to play with you Are you in for it thunderlips i really really am i mean i'm reminded about i mean it's one of those things where you know we, we and i think we are in agreement with this chris that that you know i i'm just i just want a really good aliens game and I am reminded of old PC games. I can't remember which ones they were, were specifically, but I do remember playing old Alien or Aliens PC game and running backwards whilst aliens were running up the walls. And I'm like, ah, like this, just running and just like running backwards, getting stuck on stuff. And, and it wasn't Colonial Marines, I'm going to tell you that. It was, it was another probably game Alien that- Trilogy. Could have been, yeah, Alien Trilogy, that rings a bell. And it wasn't perfect by no means, but that experience and that feeling as you're trying to rush backwards to where you're supposed to be whilst shooting frantically and they're coming, getting closer and closer because there's so many of them, that just fills me with a huge amount of excitement. Mm-hmm. And if they can just get a, a nugget of that feeling in this game, then I am sold. I'm in Yeah, that. I have to... And yeah, yeah, I've- did you watch any of the any IGN stuff when they did all the, the looks at it, Al? Because there was, I didn't um, see those. I didn't see there those. Was, there was a couple of bits. It started off and I was like, this looks kind of dull. They were doing a gameplay demo. I was yeah. like, this looks kind of dull. I'm a bit disappointed. And then there's a bit where they had to hold an elevator. And it's exactly what you described. It was like properly like it was mental. They were like, and, and yeah. the guy was like, yeah, this is on easy as well. And I was like, yeah. Jesus, you know, and this you, is... you know, you can imagine, you can hear the sound of the alien screams as you're yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, all the century I... turrets down and stuff as well to cover different entrances. We won't be and... playing it in a month's time, but we will have a glorious couple of weeks playing yeah. it. I'm yeah. I, if it if yeah. it delivers. I'm I'm confident it's going to be a fun game. I don't think it's going to be groundbreaking or change the way that we think about it. I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could be really in-depth and thing. But even the developers that were talking about it weren't really talking about it like that. They were like, look, we want you to have a lot of fun with it. There's a campaign where you progress and unlock stuff. You know, there is a reason to come back and do redo those missions and bits and pieces. Yeah, we want it to be an experience that keeps going, but we don't want it to be... It's not designed to be a spend your life in this game. You know, Mm -hmm. it's designed to be drop in with your mates, have some fun, you know, come come back in every so often, just have a blast, kill some aliens, sort of thing. I was like, 
that sounds great to me you know it, 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 like you say i want it to be fun like aliens proven itself in the survival horror genre you know we we, we all know how great our alien isolation is mainly because none of us will play because we're too terrified you know um and we just need an action game that gives us that kind of experience as well because let's be honest colonial marines was just a massive bag of I, I, I want to be Vasquez. I want to be Vasquez. <laughs> ah, come on! Yeah. A and, short, yeah. very muscly Mexican. I'm going to say Mexican woman. Yeah. Latino, Latino, definitely. Latino yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to be. Good stuff. Right, cool. So, by the way, Craig, can I just compliment been... you on your segues tonight? They've been superb. So. They have. Oh. They have been, been top notch, <laughs> top notch. Good. Is this good? I thought I thought they were quite forced at points, but no, I'm glad <laughs> they've gone down. Well, now we bought now we bought attention to them. They're absolute yeah. rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I waited till the end to segue to get to compliment your segue. Cut that bit out. So um, this is a great segue quiz. Hey. <laughs> It's time for the quiz. Right, so this week, boys, um, uh, I should have uh, pre-warned you um, about a buzzer. You know what? Don't worry about buzzers. We're not doing buzzers. You can just shout out the answer, okay? So this quiz is based around this year's E3. Well, I'm dead in the water. <laughs> so it's only a couple of weeks ago, so you can't blame your memories. Just, just for the record... I can blame my memory, yeah. Yeah, well, and I, ha I have yet to have beaten Chris in a single quiz, apart this from could be once, the week. I think. This could be the but week. He might not have even been there that week, so I take that as a <laughs> so, so I hold out no hope whatsoever, and with my memory, but I'm going to give it my best. You, you're going right. to get my... I'm going to give you my best, Chris. I, I did a lot of highlights for E3, so we'll have to see how this holds me out. I didn't watch all of the presentations, so we'll have to see. <laughs> so we'll see. Right, we're going to move into the hot seats. Oh, that doesn't work. Oh, you're off the screen. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll do it that way. There we go. <laughs> Whoop. No, let's move it around. We'll leave it as it was. That was a I'm bit... Getting, of, yeah. I'm getting a bit woozy here, Chris. <laughs> Sorry for making anyone seasick. Right, question number one. Stalker 2 had a subtitle announcement at E3. What was the subtitle? Chernobyl Rising? <gasps> Close. You got one word in there, right? Is it back to Chernobyl or return to Chernobyl? No. Same word, right? So I think you know which word it is. Yes, yeah, I know I it's think Chernobyl. It's based something. in Chernobyl, so I mean, it's not exactly Chernobyl a giant unlocked. leap, is it? Chernobyl Rasta. Chernobyl. Heart of Chernobyl. Heart. Heart of Chernobyl. Yes, Chris. Heart of Chernobyl. That is the subtitle. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. No, for, for, for audio listeners now, there was de was definitely not doing a heart shape on my chest at that point. Was, definitely there was not. no visual clues no, at all, that, none at is all. That, is that what that was? Was that supposed to be a heart? <laughs> I was going to go for Chernobyl that, that potato. Was not heart. That was rubbish anyway. That does I not look like a heart. I, I can't, I can't do heart, that for love of money. <laughs> is it? That's a peach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right. Question number two. Okay. Which of these games were not at the Gearbox Showcase this year? Were well, there games? God... I thought it was just a movie trailer. Uh... <laughs> Godfall, Lemniscate, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Tribes of Midgard. Godfall. No. Tribes of Midgard. No, no, no. Uh, actually, you've had one guess. Yes. 
<laughs> I know, I didn't I think didn't about this, did I? Any rules. You're right, that's probably a bit unfair because you just literally shout all four of them out. <laughs> Well, no, one at a time on this because one. Because I knew it wasn't the second two, so there's two and three. So when it wasn't the first oh, one... Oh, and it's the last one, whether that is well, Tribes of Midgard. Yeah. But I, I, so I, you're I, saying Tribes of Midgard. No, you I, want said... second, I, would, I would say I would say the second one, to be perfectly honest. Right. I would say the second one, yeah. But that you're saying the second one, one, Chris, Lemniscate. Well, second... yeah, 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 that one, yeah. Lemniscate. You are right, it was, wasn't oh. Lemniscate. Lemniscate is a different developer. <laughs> Flip. Sorry, I didn't really plan that one out as well as I could. And that no, is an I mean, interesting I'm, game. Yeah. I'm interested in playing. Yeah. I knew it, was, really I knew it wasn't cool. Godfall because Godfall's basic announcement was it's on the PS4 yeah. now as well. So yeah, that game nobody that played could it. Be done. Could not be done on the PS4. It's now on the PS4. Yeah, yeah. Could not be done, but actually we figured out a way to do it because nobody's playing it. But don't worry, um, we're not going to charge you for it. What? No, forget that. We are. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, next question. I tested an early access version of a game. Oh, what was you it called? Suck. I can't remember that. Oh, God. And Alan has actually, actually tried it. I played this. <laughs> oh, no. My memory. I hate my memory. So oh. while the boys are thinking, I'll just let everybody know, I, I, I got to um, get some early access at E3 to try a game out. Um, and I will be doing some, once I can do some impressions of it now. So I'm going to put a little video out soon. Oh. I, 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 it's not even in there. It's it's oh. gone. It's, 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 I know, I know what it. it's about. I know what it's about. I can see it. It's, and nice I, I, game. Yeah, it's about dreams, it. isn't it? And it's about dreams, yeah. and I can't think yeah. what it's. Oh. The the name of it begins with the word dreams. Dreamscapes. Oh, I'm going to give it to you, Alan. It was Dreamscaper. Oh, Dreamscaper. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Nice one. Um, cool. Right. Next question. Life is Strange Remastered Collection was announced this E3, but at which stage? Square Enix. Ubisoft. Well, Square Enix. Well done, Chris. Nice one. Straight in there. Right. Um, the sequel to Plague's Tale was announced at the Microsoft conference. And what was its new subtitle? Rats are us. Yes, no. <laughs> Plague's Tale, Rats Are Us. Is it, is it Deliverance? No. Plague's um. Tale, Vermintide. Requiem. No. Yes, Requiem? Chris. That's it. That's yes. it. That's Requiem. The That's the one, yeah, yeah. Well done. I don't know why well that done. came to me all of a sudden. I was like, it's Requiem. <laughs> yeah, well done. Awesome. Right, okay. So editors from IGN, GameSpot, PC Gamer, and GamesRadar collectively decided the best of E3 awards. Who won the most anticipated game? Or what game? Forza Horizon most... 5. It was Forza Horizon 5. Well done, Chris. In there like swimwear. Would you have guessed that one, Alan? I mean Thunderlips. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna go for I was gonna go for a cent, to be honest. Okay. Right, so and the final question is. Who won best presentation? Microsoft. Yes, yeah, Xbox Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so after that, hang on, like, hang on. Let, let, let me just get my shocked face out of the <laughs> With uh, one person on six and another on one, Chris is the winner this week. <laughs> Well done, Chris. Well done, sir. Well done. Good. <laughs> Good attempt, Alan. Good try, mate. Good try. It was close. I'm it such a tryer. 
it's all a bit of a laugh. You know, what someone said to me the other day, it was like, my, my friend Scott came over and we were we out for food. And we haven't seen him obviously in ages because of lockdown and stuff. And he was like, he said to me, and he's obviously never met you guys and stuff. And he, he, he listens to the podcast. He's like, I think Alan's great. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, well, he's like, his, his humor, his dry wit is so good. I was like, oh, I couldn't imagine us doing it without Alan. He cracks me up no. so much. Like, there is just, yeah, you know, legend, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start charging. You should do that. You should get do on that. cameo, mate. Get on cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on cameo. Oh, man. I've still got my cameo from Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. I watch it often while I touch myself. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> On that lovely note. <laughs> There's nothing lovely about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, on that lovely note. Make I think it's, it's number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bye from me, everyone. Anyone else want to say goodbye? <laughs> I'm going to end the stream. Bye. Bye. <laughs>